Dork Trek is now on Patreon. Go to patreon.com and search Dork Trek. You can get all kinds of cool stuff. You can get video of the recordings. You can get high-quality audio, invites to a once-a-month Google Hangout with the gang, maybe even Star Trek role-playing games. Who knows? It's all up to you. Go to patreon.com slash dorktrek. We interrupt this podcast for a brief message from Heavy Gigs in Seaside City, a Spirit of 77 playthrough podcast. What is what Spirit is of 77? It's a role-playing game set in the 1970s of action movies and TV. You know the good stuff. Shaft, Six Million Dollar Man, uh, Charlie's Angels. What is what Heavy is Gigs in Seaside City? Well, we take the game and we turn it into a radio play. We add sound effects, we add soundtrack, cut out all the boring parts and make it into a very listenable story about a wrestling star turned private eye. Maybe we can go and get a room at that hotel and have ourselves a love fest, but we got a lot of business. We gotta take care of Jack. A good old boy stunt driver with a death wish. Are you interested in what we call parlay? Are you just coming over here to try to, you know, fricassee me? Grab my bow out there, and I use the sword as an arrow. Disco owner and arms dealer with a voice like Fran Drescher and a heart of gold. I got guns, sister. (laughs) (laughs) One who deals in the arms there. A rocker with a robot arm. Let's enjoy uh, some TJ Swan Mellow Nights together sometime. And of course, the DJ who holds it all together, Mr. Anton K. Uh, that stuff makes me happy. Tune in to Spirit of 77, Heavy Gigs in Seaside City, available on iTunes at goodpencil.com and at the Taylor Network of Podcasts.com. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. One's Hebrew, one's Yiddish. Ah, uh, which one is Yiddish? Yamaka. One of them, I guess. Okay, so you know you don't know either then. He's okay. just making shit up at this point. I, think. I, I always thought Hebrew and Yiddish were the same thing. No, y- Yiddish is more of a Polish. Uh, I guess it started in the ghettos in Poland, or I think. And ger- it's German and, German and Polish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Word? Yeah. Yep. And it uses Hebrew letters, though. Yeah. Oh. So, it's so like, do, you, do you like how I knew like that? I'm a Gentile, pigeon, and I knew that. Like pigeon Hebrew, basically? Uh, no, 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 no. It's 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 weird because there's also the one you don't hear about is Ladino. That sounds like a rapper. <laughs> yo, 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 it's DJ Ladino. Yo, what's up? I'm Ladino. I got Thomas Riker on my mixtape, son. We gonna blow that shit up. <laughs> Now, Ben, Literally. I want you to do this whole podcast as Ladino. I got Cis- <laughs> I got I got Cisco and Gold Ducato on my mixtape, son. That shit's gonna be fire. It's gonna be straight. It's gonna Cisco, be- spit a verse. Cisco. It's gonna be lit, son. It's gonna be lit. You will have the command codes. <laughs> my name is Cisco, and I'm here to say. <laughs> Go to Cotton Cisco, we gonna blow it up, son. Got- oh shit! Back together. They said it could never happen. <laughs> no, that mixtape is straight fire, son. <laughs> I bought it out the trunk. A Cisco Starship. It was the best shit I ever heard, yo. <laughs> Deep Space Coast meets Cardassia Coast. <laughs> so it was on fleek or whatever the kids say. Now, is it fleek or fleck or how do you say it? I don't know. Because I've never. It's fleek? Yeah. I always thought it was fleck. I don't think I, they say that anymore, though. 
No, we started saying it so kids stopped. Yeah, what, what do you mean we, fired. Ben? What do you mean we old people? I old lamos? You, you old motherfucker. <laughs> Whoa, Dennis <laughs> got all. Oh, shit. Dennis just got all black on us. That's right. Yes. Uh, I would like to point out uh, to uh, some of the listeners out there, I've, I've heard a, uh, a problem with um, uh, Dennis's name. Dennis Black and Asian? Yes, because of the way that it – I've always seen it online as one word, black okay. invasion. Okay. Uh, but a listener uh, came to me with a concern that uh, – who was the Asian? Because there was there was Bob. Dennis. Jenny. There's Ben. And then there's Dennis and Asian. Or there's Dennis Black. And Asian. And Asian. Oh, so who's no, no, Asian? No, no, no. Yeah, Dennis is, it's it's no, one word. There, there, we use the Oxford comma, so there would be a comma there. <laughs> yeah. Manny's not on the show anymore. Well, see, I'd always seen it though, black and Asian, as one yeah. word on, like on Twitter. Be, uh, it should be uh, hyphenated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be like, Asian. yeah, like you know how Toys R Us has like the stars between the R and the, you yeah. know like. Like it's toys and then and then star. I'll put stars. Are, I'll put yeah. stars or asterisks yeah. between. Dennis Black and Asian. No, Dennis Black and Asian is a name that came about when we had a radio show. Dennis called up and somehow revealed that he was Black and Asian. And well, I I remember exactly how. How it did it happen? Because I don't because, remember. Uh, I I don't remember which one of you it was, but one of you was at a restaurant. I pray it was probably Mike, but um, the waiter was offering drink specials and. He went to the black table, table with black people, and asked them if they would like. I, I guess there were two specials. One was the watermelon flavored drink, <laughs> and one was a different one. And he went to the black table and asked them if they wanted to try the watermelon flavored drink. <laughs> and they asked Mike if he wanted the other one, was like you know lemon flavored or something like that. So they wanted calls only from black people. <laughs> I remember that we used to do that. Yes. To see if that was racist or not. Yes. So I called in. Slightly wasn't going to let me on the air because he said I wasn't black. I was like, wait a I'm minute. Black. So wait a minute. So you weren't you you became popular on the show during the slightly era? Well, I mean, I, called, I thought it was I, much I, I used, later. I than was that. like Dennis from Hampton for, for okay. quite a while, but then once you guys had that tidbit of information, I uh, transformed into Dennis Black and Asian. <laughs> yes, into okay. the menace known as Dennis Black and Asian. And then we and then you see, yeah, and then you were black, and then you revealed to us that you were Asian. And because um, your mom is Japanese and your dad's black, but then uh, I guess in like the hip hop community, black and Asian women are like top shelf, uh, like you know, apparently in the hip hop world. So Dennis was black and Asian. I I'll think let my it, sister know that. I think it was even in a song <laughs> at some point, like black and Asian or something like that. I don't know. I, I think I Buster Rhymes was like, "Is she Lebanese or Chinese?" <laughs> yeah, something like that. I, don't I think know. she's Portuguese. She yeah. tried to steal my house keys. <laughs> <laughs> something like that so then that is, that's how it happened black and asian dennis black and asian yeah so there you oh go oh my oh my there's your history lesson for today so um i get, i know we're not talking about it but maybe um uh we'll do secret ballot for only those people that can see on patreon because <laughs> we're not going to talk about it because so we, gotta, no, we can't react then no we can't react just thumbs up thumbs down to the new episode of uh discovery one Two, three. Interesting. Well, at least we have something to talk about when we're done recording. So, uh, wow, huh? Did you miss him? Yeah. Did you miss him? Yeah. I did. He was great. <laughs> I 
I think I mentioned before that I laughed out loud when when Riker hits the screen. <laughs> I did the same thing this time. I couldn't help it. <laughs> it's so great. Surprise. Because yeah. he just immediately goes into pervert Riker mode. Yeah. He's like, oh, looks like you've got your I'm on my way to Ryza. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's got a, okay. You the need episode... help sucking on that lollipop? <laughs> I've got a lollipop in my pants. That's right. Um, this episode starts off with, uh, I guess there's a lot of stuff going on on Deep Space Nine. And Kira is just tired and working too hard. She's working too difficultly. She's just, there's too much pressure on her. Which makes me wonder what Cisco does. Like, what does Cisco do? Like, like, what's he doing? He's playing baseball with Jake. <laughs> See, that's why you have a deputy. You dump all the work on them. They lose sleep. And then you're like, Jake, let's go play baseball. I want to see your girlfriend's titties. <laughs> he just comes in every morning to get the uh, wormhole status. <laughs> is it still there? Very well. Carry so on. You're, so you're saying Cisco is Donald Trump and... Uh, and and Kira is Mike Pence. I would never say that. I would never say that. <laughs> I'm either. talking in in sense of leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, all right, all right, all right, all right. I mean, in the sense that Cisco has leadership. <laughs> <laughs> There's still nothing alike. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So anyway, bad comparison. I apologize to all the Cisco fans out there. Um, so yeah, Cisco's like the uh, he's like the hands-off CEO. Yeah. Or he's just like, not. If things are wrong, he'll come in there and he'll straighten them out and get them everything rolling the right way. Again. So he's the but, head coach. Yeah. If you want me to do this, make me captain. Yeah. <laughs> he's Phil Jackson. Yeah. You know. You like, don't get steak for chicken prices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a good one. So, uh, so yeah, so Kira's just overworked and underappreciated, and she goes to see Julian, and Julian's like, look, bitch, I need a fucking, I need a round, I need a shuttle, because I got to get some medicine for this fucking colony. And she yells at him, Julian's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Back up. You're either A, fucking ragging like a motherfucker. See? That's exactly wow. what I said. Yep, she called it. You're on your space period. You're on your space period. I'm glad you period. clarified that, Ben, because I didn't know what you were insinuating. You either ragged, baby. It's or... like a crime scene down there. <laughs> <laughs> or you stressed out, and she's stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Julian says, all right, you need some R&R, baby. And she goes to Quark's. Doctor's orders. Yep. And, she, and what he is, was right. Uh, what is... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Dad. But go. I bet I've talked too much for this episode already. I'm tired of hearing my own voice. I'm sorry. No, I just I was going to say <laughs> that he he points out that uh, Commander Cisco, you know, can't uh, override this order because it's his his medical as chief medical officer he has that power, and uh, that's firmly established in Star Trek lore that even on a starship, I mean, well, the, that's uh, why Picard went to uh, Rise of that one yeah. time because yeah. Crusher yeah. ordered him to. And McCoy well, zapped Kirk with that laid. one. Like, yeah. I, I will relieve you if you don't, you know. It's like, well, well, you think, like, Julian would be using this power to his uh, his laidrement because he'd be like, look, Dr. orders, you got to suck my dick. I thought that's where he was going. <laughs> if I didn't know Riker was already in this episode, I thought that, that would definitely be the move. Dr. Zorda says you got to spread yeah. your butt cheeks for me, mama. Yeah, just, just take this hypo spray. You won't remember nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. 
<laughs> oh, yes, it looks like a Jello pudding pop. That's just something I do for me as a throwback. <laughs> why, why, why am I wearing this sweater, you ask? I don't know. I just whenever I give people pudding pops, I put, happen to put this sweater on. Now, was this the, was this the era that uh, HR departments and workplaces started being kinder and gentler? And and the whole thing about oh work is really stressing me out and then you'd have like you know snowflakes guys, snowflakes you'd have, snowflakes. have like uh, oh I I need to take a mental health day you know stuff like that which you know ten years before it was like uh, you need to take um, yeah your fired day how about that <laughs> I think I think personal days started like in the late eighties and the nineties and it became mental health days in the two thousand well it's okay. nice it's nice to see though that Starfleet is very much open to the idea yeah. of you know. Hey man, uh, uh, a happy worker is a productive worker. Yeah, you know. So who does all of her work while she's off? I mean, who gives a shit, man? That ain't nobody's problem but Joe's, Dax. baby. <laughs> it just I don't goes. Think down her job the... is like that important that she can't take a day off. Yeah, uh, it, she's the first officer of the space station. But it's not and, like they're like literally at war right now. They're just but they, I mean, they got, they, no, they literally are at war right now. Yeah, they are. If we're going to be, I mean, they're actually on, they're in two, really. two fronts. Cause I mean, there's the Dominion and the Maquis. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on. I mean, yeah, God only... ain't trying to do nothing against the Starfleet though. And the Borg yeah, but they're uh, out. could and be they... acting up. Yeah. You know, and they got yeah, blow... the Borgs acting up again. They get, and they got to blow up Voyager just in case I don't have to watch that dumbass show. <laughs> no, this is, this is, uh, you know, within the same Stardate range as Voyager. Yeah, that's coming up to, very soon. They need to send the Define after that to kill that dumb show. That I, don't I guess that's watch. why they they dropped the Badlands reference in this. Yep. To set that yep. all up. So um, the Badlands. This is this is kind of weird because <laughs> that's what this I this episode came out on the twenty first of November. It was the twenty first of November. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I love Star that Trek, song. Star Trek Generations had just come out uh, three days earlier on the 18th mm. of November. I like that but movie. But the start really? date oh. is, for Generations is actually after the start date for this episode. My head just fucking exploded. You can't see that unless you're a Patreon and you get the video. My fucking brain just blew off. So wait, <sighs> oh wait, hold on. Say that again about the start date. Okay. Don't make him do it again, please. I so, just want to move on. No, so so here's for the Patreon users. Here's November 21st, and here is November 18th. Now I get the yeah, I get right. The so the generations came out first, and then this right. episode came out. Right. But the star dates okay. would indicate that generations comes after this episode. Yeah, because right. you would think they would know. Hey, the didn't the Enterprise just blow up? Why is Riker here just chilling out <laughs> on vacation? <laughs> Yeah. Well, he well, took care of the spaceship. He's got nothing else to do. Well, he's on the he's way. He's got to find something else to blow he's up. He's on the way. Well, the and way. then we finally get to him because there he is in all of his horny glory, just standing there like, sup? Beautiful man. I'm Riker. <laughs> and like, <it's> like <laughs> Dennis said, I knew he was going to be in the episode because it's the Netflix. It's the it's the Netflix preview. It's just a picture yeah. of Riker. And I'm like, yeah. oh, man. And And it's weird because when I first saw him, I immediately missed him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because like we spent so many days together, Riker and yeah. I, all of us together. Yeah. You know, like we watched TNG and it's it's in entirety. I mean, it took us you know once a week five years to watch this show, and then it was I just I was filled with 
Like I was happy to see him. And it was yeah. classic Riker too, because he waited for the wounded animal to separate from the herd. <laughs> like he watched the whole, you know, Dr. Bashir and Cork, like setting her up with everything for her night to begin and everything like that. He's like, all right, she's all alone. <laughs> Let me like she just had that first, that first drink of Romulan ale. All right, What's, time to move yeah. in. Riker time. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, he's like, what's up, ladies? Yeah. And, like, and the weird part is Kira knows him. Like, Kira just spots him, and she's like, damn, son. Yeah. I got to get that dick all up she in my mouth. She does the uh, elevator eyes. Yeah. And, like, I was telling Stephanie, because the next scene after the credits is um, Riker's in the office with Cisco talking about what he's doing. He's like, I'm just on my way to Riza. I used to have a thing with, I used to have a thing with a Dabo girl. I wanted to see if she was still around. And then, you know, do, yeah, she's banging my son. Yeah, so that means they're Eskimo bros. Like, oh, no, no. like Jake, Jake and Riker are Eskimo bros. How fucking great is that? Like I was, I was stoked. See, the scene that you don't see is that after uh, Riker leaves Cisco's office, Cisco goes back to his comm panel and calls Jake and says, hey, you might want to stop by and s- you might want to go see Dr. Bashir. <laughs> Get every vaccination imaginable. <laughs> Get some penicillin. <laughs> Stick your dick in the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Just stick this it. Is, this is an emergency, so there's no time for pleasantries. I'm going to tell my son to stick his dick somewhere. <laughs> I started laughing and I couldn't get it out. Uh, Take your dick Bashir. to Dr. Bashir. <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, just the joy in me that I felt like Riker and Jake are Eskimo bros. And even Riker was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Stay away from those Dabo girls. Uh, I would have been cool if Riker was like, which one? The one with the those ungas? Yeah, I definitely yeah. yeah, it was pretty sweet. I just don't understand, okay, how as a woman, she's banged Riker, and then she's going to go to a 16-year-old kid. I mean, once you've she had needs to reset. the old bull, I mean, you want to ride the, the, the young mean, bull. You've had somebody that experienced in the art of pleasure. You kind of want to pass on that knowledge to novice. <laughs> See, I, I, maybe. I'm thinking it's more that Jake's time in the Hollow Suites really paid off. I mean, yeah. it's just like I don't think so. I, but I mean, Riker, Riker by Riker. <laughs> Riker. Riker probably eventually showed her what she what she needs, or he's he's warped her mind so that she thinks she only needs what he can give. So now she's taking the clay that is young, sexual Jake and molding him into a deviant. Into, exactly. Yeah. Well, what if, so like, Jake will grow up to be uh, Riker. What if she needs, um, cause you know, start like, growing a beard. <laughs> what do you mean, son? Nothing. Nothing. I don't know. What do you mean? A son, yeah. He just that, puts his leg up that magic things. marker? <laughs> but what if she's been like so damaged and just destroyed that like she needs That's to given. Yeah, like she just needs to like, okay, I gotta I gotta go for a dude that is not threatening to me, that he's not gonna make me stick things in every orifice of my body. <laughs> you know, maybe it's that way. Maybe it's or somebody who's probably just gonna be okay with just making out. Yeah. Because Ray could be like, you know, yeah, Jake, okay. Jake doesn't need to go all the way, you know, around the bases or nothing yeah. like that. He'll be okay with getting a hand up or 
for sure. Yeah, something. where Riker's the, like, the occasional right. bunt. Yeah. Riker's like, all right, tug my, tug my butt. Nice butt <laughs> single. <laughs> Let's break out the trombone. Not again, Will. Come on, we're breaking out the trombone. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rusty trombone time, baby. A 76 trombone is what I have. Come on, baby. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to fuck Worf. Find what? the rusty one. <laughs> no. And uh, you're going to fuck Worf, and Jordy's going to record it on his visor. <laughs> All right, go. Make this happen. The whole episode is just like... <sighs> They install a red light on Jordy's visor so they know when he's recording. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, put on a show for Daddy. Let's go. Damn, Worf. Both of them in there? All right. Well, I thought they would be the same size. It's weird that they're different sizes. That seems strange to me. Wait, wasn't the one on the left the big one first? Is that? I want to go get that checked out. But how many other people do you think can make the claim that they are indeed Eskimo bros with William Riker. A lot of people probably. <laughs> probably a lot, yeah. <laughs> people that Maybe know not. it. People, people that know it is probably a small population. Yeah. But uh, probably most people in the 24th century. <laughs> well, you, you know that uh, Picard would have to be. Yeah. Because Why? he spent, well, he spent time on Riza. Okay, and, all right. You know, and, and, and that's like the entire population of Riza. So if he hooked up, if 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 you've gone to Riza and hooked up any time in the last twenty years, welcome to a club. Riker just walks. Yeah, I mean, Riker didn't Riker give him his horgon? So yeah, that's he like, did. That's his avatar on the planet. Oh, Riker, you know Riker. Riker walks around on Riza, just going to everybody. How's my dick taste? How's my dick taste? How's my dick taste? How's my dick taste? It's like the fucking Mara Riza. They're like, oh, Will. <laughs> Like that rash, walking into cheers. That rash yeah. cleared up, Riker. Hey, I, good for you. I told you it would, baby. <laughs> you want to try a different one? Here we go. How's my dick taste? 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 All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then you have the moment where the the ladies are talking, kind of like like girls. It's like SpaceX in the city. Yeah, because yeah, uh, like, Kira can't stop looking at the at the door to Cisco's yeah. office. Because she's into Will. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's got to be great because I was telling Stephanie, I was like, wow, the agent for Jonathan Frakes, because he's not necessarily an attractive man. Like, he's all right. He carries himself very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, I mean, but, like. And he's a big, tall guy. Big, tall guys, I mean, they get a lot more play than they probably deserve. Yeah. <laughs> As an average-sized guy, yeah. I'd say that. <laughs> But I mean, like, because the whole episode is just about how he's fucking there. Like, the first 10, 15 minutes of the episode is just, hey, man, Will Riker's the coolest motherfucker in the world. Yeah. Like, that's the whole everybody. Time. Everybody has a Riker story from when yeah. he was here last time. Yeah. Oh, Riker? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, he, like, he is the fucking Dean Martin of Starfleet. Like, everybody loves him. <laughs> everybody wants him around. He's just there to fucking Well, fuck. almost everybody. Well, well, see, what was the uh, when Jenny pointed out though is that uh, you know when we were watching it, she's like, "Did he write this episode too?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, directed by Jonathan Frakes. This episode is going to be about me being awesome, and then I'm going to shoot somebody and do more awesome shit. Oh, and that's right. Oh, and halfway through the episode, I'm going to take off my beard straps. <laughs> <laughs> I want those. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> And I'm like, oh shit! But anyway, so um, so Riker's just being Riker. I mean, he's just doing shit that Riker does, man. I wish there would have been like more Riker stuff. 
before we got to it because I was I had my mouth already for a Riker centric episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't know what was gonna happen. Like I, I thought there'd be some like you know some more chicks and some gambling and some drinking and Riker was gonna be hooting it up and stuff like that. So yeah, like they switched, yeah. they switched the filling on you. Like yeah. you expected a Riker filling in that Riker uh, empanada, but <laughs> it was a, a Thomas Riker filling. See, I was okay. Spoilers! So <laughs> now that you revealed that though. The first time you guys watched it, because this, well, this is the first time you saw yeah. it. And yeah. I don't know, was it the first time you saw it, Bob? Yes. And Dennis, did you see yeah. it back in the day? or No, I, no, I didn't see it. So did stoked. anybody suspect that it wasn't? No one suspects Thomas Riker. <laughs> it's like the Spanish Inquisition. I thought, like, after they revealed it, I was like, oh, yeah, I think somebody mentioned that Thomas Riker shows up in DS9 at some point. But right. I didn't know that it was in this episode. Now, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was smooth ass Riker. I was okay. I was amped because like he was doing all the right. He was hitting all the Riker notes. Well, I mean because he is Riker up yeah. until you know two years ago or nine years ago rather. But the look, okay, so like um, Riker is leaving. Uh, I I don't know where he was coming out of. Like he was just he runs into Kira accidentally. Yep. And he's like, oh, I'm drunk as fuck. Uh, sup. And because he even says like my mind was a million miles away, so I just take that as he's drunk as fuck. Yeah. Uh, he just sure. he just blew up the space station. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that was my concern when he shows up on DS Nine. You know, my thought right off the bat is you know there should be like a special code alert that goes out to space <laughs> station commanders. It's like Riker is on your space station, and it's like yes, so. Well, he has this history. You don't of... understand. He is on your space station. <laughs> then you see like the look in Cisco's eyes. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Dun, My God! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> if he has Computer sex, disable all auto destruct. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> and there's just a ship flying away. <laughs> now they'll never talk. <laughs> None of them. Um, and he's got the Dabo girl with him. He's like, yeah, of fuck you, Jake. And, and Jake. I mean, she's, she's, like, she's you know, gag. Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so Riker just kind of walks out and he runs into her and he's like, so, uh, what's up? Yeah. And she's like, oh, nothing. So uh, initially she leaves and then she kind of stops and she's like, Hey, do you want to tour the station? And Riker takes this as like a boom. I'm in right. Like, yes, yes. By tour. You he didn't force himself on her or anything. Your yes. No. <laughs> I'm in. He's like, hey, you, he's like a vampire, a sex vampire. Mm-hmm. We had the sex werewolf with Jordy. Now we have a sex vampire with Riker. You have to invite him in, yes. and then yes. it's over. Yeah. It's not rape if you invite me. Exactly. Now, now, Jenny, let me glamour on. you. Jenny, I have to say, your lips look fantastic this evening. Mike, thank you very much, Bob. You're really red. I mean, really red. This is a fly girl color. This, this is my vampire, my sex vampire color. Oh, oh, sex vampire color. Now, if I wanted to be a sex vampire and have that color of, uh, of lip gloss, how would I go about doing that? They look really fantastic. <laughs> you could go to facebook.com slash oral fixation lips. Send me a message. I've got all the colors, and you can choose from all of them. Let me write that down. You said oral fixation. Is that, yes. that's, on, that's on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right. Oh, thanks, Jenny. The lips look great. They're fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. So anyway, um, now Mrs. Okay, so then we have the like. She says, "Hey, you want to see the station?" And he's like, "Oh, don't want to." The defiant. Where do we start? Yeah, where do we start? And does now who mentions the defiant? He does. Okay, so he mentions just the defiant. Matter of factly, just, matter of factly, she's like, "Oh, we can walk around the promenade." He's like, "Oh, maybe I can get a tour of the defiant." 
Okay. That awesome ass ship you guys have. That rocking ass ship. You know, I've never fucked anybody on a experimental warship before. <laughs> it's huh? experimental. I like to experiment. <laughs> experiment. I mean, what, see what happens, right? Am I right? Yeah. So, um, now if I remember correctly, Bajorans have like another hole than humans do, right? <laughs> There's like a hole between their vagina hole and butthole. They have a taint hole, right? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. There's like three holes down there, like a bowling ball. Like bowling. You yeah. got like an earring, <laughs> earring in there too, right? Yeah, you guys like shit like that. You guys now, do you put, do you pierce the G spot? Is that some kind of weird thing that you guys do? I mean, if you don't, kinda... I will. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, Riker. Oh, William, you yeah, silly dude. boy. So um, they managed to get on the Defiant, which is easy. They run the DNA test and all that stuff and the scans and everybody passes clean. And then on the ship, um, O'Brien's there. Mm-hmm. And, and he came really close to saying shit. O'Brien? When he, yeah, when he came up okay. and he like smacked his head on the console. Motherfucker. <laughs> it was like, ah, shit. Can we do that again? I know I'm like, I know I can't say motherfucker on yeah. syndicated television. Could we try that again? Yeah. Cut, cut. Um, now the line is blimey. You're <laughs> Irish. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I've hit my head fifty times today. Um, so yeah, so Riker and uh, O'Brien cross paths, and they have beef. This is what confused me because I was like. What the hell's going on? Did I miss yeah. something? Well, that's the trick. Did he bang Keiko before he left? Uh, no. That's how you're supposed. That's the telltale that it's uh, that it's something's up. That it, yeah, but like what? But it's like, weird that it's weird that O'Brien just goes along with it. Yeah. Well, he, maybe he, maybe this is a Riker move. Like whenever he's trying to get alone with a lady. Hey, why don't you get the fuck out of here? You know, that's, that's, that's his code. Yeah, uh, and then so Brian's like, all right, cool. Well, did O'Brien beat? Was O'Brien was was he the transport operator when the beam happened? Where right where he split? No, no. no. So then what's but the, he is a transporter chief, so maybe it's like PTSD against all transporter chiefs. And then somebody's got to yeah. All right, you did this to me. Because I'm trying to figure out, like I don't understand. The, it was a it was just a tactic because nobody on the station knows Riker well. Except for yeah. O'Brien, who served with him for so long, he doesn't want any extra questions coming from O'Brien. Okay, so, so then, like, so he... it like, like, oh, you know what you did, O'Brien. O'Brien's like, shit, what the fuck did I do? I was probably I, drunk. I I was, yeah, he was Something blacked happened. out, drunk a lot, so he's like, fuck. Oh, so, okay, so he leaves, and then he gets O'Brien stops, and he's like, huh, that was weird, and just walks away. Right. Yeah. So, so that was the whole tactic then, like. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I. Because I'm trying to rack my brain, watch this going like, why would they not like each other? Like, what happened? Yeah. But now, well, and the first time and, you see it, that's that's what you think. You don't know the the, the reveal that's coming up, so you're just it like, it would be better if, if there actually was something. That yeah, that's better. what I thought too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's probably sex related. It's probably Keiko related. Yeah. Um, he, I, it, O'Brien wouldn't let Riker film them having sex. <laughs> Riker was probably like, look. I don't want to bang your old lady. She's boring in bed. Like, don't make me do it. It'll ruin our friendship. She just lays there. Riker needs action. I need excitement. No, what it was, it was on Nirvana I want, 3. I don't want to do her missionary. I'm bored with that. You, you Irish guys with the missionary stuff. Oh, come on, number one. Do it <laughs> one time for me. <laughs> no, Riker doesn't do it. I'm not doing it through a sheet, you Puritan. <laughs> you weird Catholic. Get the fuck out of here. 
I'm going to slap her in the face with it a few times because that's how Riker likes to do things. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I'm, no, no, not that way. <laughs> Aye, laddie. Do it. <laughs> now take this bar of Irish spring and put in a sock. That's right. Now smack me with it. Smack me harder. <laughs> smack me in the balls. Wow. That's, that's hey, the put way. Put your I purse like it. down, Riker. Really, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Riker. Right there. Next time, invite your husband, Riker. <laughs> I like He's turning into fat bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I eat because I'm no anyway. Yeah. But yeah. So um. So then your boy leaves, and then they're on the ship alone, and they start. And Riker starts putting around and be like, "Wow, this is really neato. Check all this cool stuff out." Yeah, how do I turn this on? Yeah. And then he turns it on, and then he fucking shoots her. Yeah, she unlocks it for him. And then yeah. It's like the whole bridge lights up, and she's like, "Yeah." Yeah. Now watch Again. my phaser light up right in your chest. Oh. Do you have those anti-phaser detectors? No. No, why would we have to <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> now I shot you. And now you're not dead. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah, Stunning. So then there's an emergency red alert in oh, no. ops. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Because Kira's not there, so he has to ask the questions now. Oh, shit. Mm. And, uh, now you Riker, know he's going to be pissed. Yeah. Because he has to do something, yeah. This yeah. is horseshit. <laughs> this was my nap time. <laughs> Fuck you guys. So uh, Riker comes on. He's like, oh, there's like a, some kind of conduit blue and everything. We got a coolant leak. Yeah. I'll take it out into space so it can blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Just release the docking clamp. So they do that, and then he warps on out of there. Pew! And they're like, oh, shit, Riker's gone. Yeah. And well, at least the station's not blown up. But it's so not real yeah. Riker, because he sits in the chair, and then he takes off his fucking sideburns. Yeah. What? Because he beams on those two other yeah. people. And then you're like, oh, yeah, Will had a, had a, had a brother or something what? weird happen, like clone thing. I'm not really sure. Transporter twin. Transporter twin! Thomas Riker, everybody. Thomas Riker. Well Welcome played, Thomas. It was cool. I mean, like, I didn't see it coming. I thought this was just going to be like a swinging D. Riker episode. And then now you've got motherfuckers stealing ships and stuff. Because when it first happened, I was like, oh, somebody's impersonating him. And I was like, oh, yeah. He took the sideburns off. And I'm like, it's Thomas Riker. So yeah. here's the question. Are Thomas Riker and Will Riker Eskimo brothers? No. I guess it depends on how much he got into his role there on DS9. Because there's no way Riker would be there a night and not bang somebody. Well, he hooked up with Dax, you know, just because of the way she was acting. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's that's Will, not Thomas. Right, yeah. so I'm saying Thomas and Will, though, go back to TNG, though. They both banged Deanna. No, I don't think he did. I don't think I don't think uh, Thomas Riker banged Deanna. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Well, no, they both did while they were both still Will. Yeah, but that's see. just Will. No, that doesn't count. So, yeah. so pre-transport. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't exist. Will yeah. is Will Thomas until. Yeah. Thomas doesn't exist until the split you after this. William Thomas, and then you have Will and Thomas. Yeah. Now there's a very good chance that he banged somebody that. 
Will banged also. Yeah. One trip to Verizon. Yeah. I think yeah. I think we got into this when we when we did that episode. Like before that transporter accident is kind of the breaking point for Will Riker. Like all of his more morals were being back down onto that planet. Yeah. So that's why he became because sex he was the nicer because we yeah. just said like it's the evil twin. Yeah. You know, like all like he, he was all respectful yeah. with Deanna and everything. And well, see, I still remember that. Uh, well, that was the thing is he broke up with Deanna to focus on his his career after yeah, and that. to bang yes. every woman in the galaxy. But he also got a promotion. <laughs> he, he was Lieutenant Riker when he beamed down. Yeah. And then he because he rescued the colonists and all that bullshit, when he came back up, he got promoted to Lieutenant Commander Riker, and then that put him in line to be XO on the uh, Enterprise. Yes. Will I mean Thomas, who stayed on the planet as as the you know as the after the split for uh what seven years on the planet or whatever it was he when he beamed up and they rescued him they're like okay yep you're still in starfleet so you're a lieutenant still and he was pissed off i think because it's like wait i did all the work the same work that he did he got lieutenant commander out of it and i got fucked so I should pick – I should at least minimum be lieutenant commander. So you're saying this is why he goes over to the side of the Maquis because he's mad? I think it's – I think it, it, it's it part right. of it. Well, not just – I mean I think it's part of the whole thing of you know why the fuck is, is he more special than me? Well, well also I'm when, sure – When Riker – oh, go ahead, Dennis. When – during that time of the pre-transporter accident, they were probably still at war with the Cardassians, right? And now he comes out of this transporter, and then he has this bullshit peace treaty where they gave up all this territory to the Cardassians. He probably has some resentment about that. He hasn't had time to heal those wounds. Yeah, that makes like sense. Everybody else has. Well, I, th- I think though only O'Brien was really front line with the Cardassian war. I mean, the Federation is so big that we can have a war off on the side there, and it's just like, oh, oh yeah, that was the Cardassian front. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think too that like uh, when when they split. The sex deviant Riker was like, I can get a lot more fucking crazy trim if I'm like a XO as opposed to just being some stupid lieutenant. Yeah. So then I think the the sex drove him to want to, you know, achieve more in his career. Yeah. We are. You can't spell sex without X. <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> He's the triple XO. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, so, so it's Thomas Riker, which is interesting. I also like how they go along with the mirror, mirror idea that evil Riker has a goatee. Goatee. Mm-hmm. Right? Like he's goateed. So as soon as you took it, like, oh, that's evil goateed Riker. Yeah. Got it. So that makes sense, you know? Yeah. So I was happy with that. Um,. And we just kind of go from there. Yeah, yeah, I like the briefing room scene when they uh, explain the transporter yeah. to the Cardassians. Jane, for the viewers who maybe had missed TNG. Yes. Yeah. People so. who only watch DS9. Yes, people who <laughs> only watch DS9. I don't know. There's a lot of them. Like all five of them. Yeah, but yeah. they explain to Gold Ducat, who is the perfect person to be explaining this to, because he already thinks the Federation is like a monkey fucking a football. He thinks it's like just this exercise <laughs> in like futility and ridiculousness. And he's like, oh, cool. So there's two of these fucking guys. That's awesome. And like, it's no surprise. you're telling me just... this because? Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Why do I fucking care? I think I left all my fucks back on my ship, uh, <laughs> which I need to get to. So, <laughs> And I'm so surprised that you guys fucked up and gave control of your powerful ship to this guy. Yeah. Well, no, that Good was job. a shock. That that he, that was a little yeah. shocking to him. He was like, huh? The <laughs> fact that the transporter accident happened, he's like, 
It's, it's <laughs> you know, it's the fucking Federation. It, was there a holodeck malfunction that week too? Was Barclay there? Oh, what was the B story of that one? <laughs> <laughs> was there something happening at the Romulan neutral zone that was more interesting yeah. than the shit that was happening that Is week? Is that the one where Data has a dream? It's like, what, what are you talking about? I know everything. I know I've got the compendium. I, I read through it. And I tell you what, man, like I know we've talked about this in the past, but I am so torn about Gold Ducat because I'm supposed to hate him. Like he is an evil, evil man. Like he's a terrible person. He's but space fuck, Hitler. This episode, fuck. though, man, he does a good job of whittling you down. But fuck, he's yeah. awesome to watch. Where he's, where he's just like, yeah, I don't give a shit about your fucking stupid Rikers. Like, who gives a fuck? And I'm just like, he's awesome. Like, yeah. I love him. He's so wonderful. Um, and I think uh, that's what makes him such a great character is that you're you're just conflicted about him all the time. You know? Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't even really care that this guy stole the Defiant at first. He yeah, he's like, like, well, we think he's working with the Maquis. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, oh, you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. And, and then he automatically becomes interested. He's like, oh, you fucking Federation people are just the dumbest. Yeah. And then, you just leave the keys on the coffee table? And he just, <laughs> I mean, is that how stupid you are? Basically... Yes. Well, he passed the DNA test, uh, which which is a first. We scraped for it all him. up off the hollow sweet floor. <laughs> it was definitely him. I just love like I just love Gold Ducat, man. He's so much fun. Yeah. Him uh, and uh, Cisco are building a chemistry. Yes. Yeah. Well, then, because well, then Gold Ducat's like, look, man, we gotta hunt this fucking guy down. We're gonna send every ship after this dude. We're gonna do whatever we can. Yeah. And then Cisco kind of weasels his way in. He's like, well, look, you know, uh, you know, I can help you guys disable the ship because we want it back because it'll help us fight the Dominion and blah blah blah. So they come to some kind of uh, impasse, some kind of accord, if you will. And it, again, like Dennis was saying, they are building this chemistry, which is really fun to watch. Because like at points, I just think they try to out crazy each other, which is kind of fun, you know. Because they're both a little wacky, and I dig that about them, you know. Um, Gold Ducat is more of a genocidal wacky, where uh, uh, Cisco is more just like generally kind of nuts. Yeah. Cisco's a fun drunk. Um, Cisco you know. or uh, Gold Ducat is like Idi Amin. And <laughs> Cisco is like uh, Bozo the Clown, like that kind of weird. Like, he's like, huh? <laughs> why does he talk like that? And that's every time he talks. I just, why is he talking like that? Like, it's just yeah, so, so imagine Edie Amin and Bozo the Clown getting together. <laughs> but they and have being friends. Yeah, and they have really good chemistry together. They're forced to work together, and so yeah. they kind of try to you know build a rapport. Yeah, they make the most of it. And so it, it, there they go. That's what happens. They end up on Cardassia, and they're like, all right, we got to find this fucking ship, so let's find it. And then all of a sudden, the Obsidian Order shows up. And yeah. the Obsidian Order has a really scary-sounding name for a very scary-sounding organization, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. the word Obsidian sounds really freaky. Unless you play Minecraft. I don't, so I don't know. So then it sounds freaky. This is in the times before Minecraft. Oh, the dark, the dark times. <laughs> they tell of a tale of a time. Back when Obsidian was always a bad thing. <laughs> because it was black. I mean, no, Whoa, no. It's, why, wait, what? Jesus what? Christ. 
Well, who let that get? racial Ray? God damn it! Get out of the studio. Honestly, yeah, that's that's a real reason. <laughs> I haven't heard racial Ray in a really long time. That was cool. I know. Yeah. He just snuck he finally right made in his here. way out to the uh, Bajoran space. Yeah. <laughs> and he was on the Do Not Fly list for a long Came time. Came out there with Thomas Riker. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. Oh, Thomas, so racist. Thomas and friends. <laughs> choo choo, motherfucker. So yeah, oh. so they they that lady shows up and she's like, secure everything while the humans here. She's not very nice. She's not very nice. But the cool part about it is she really enjoys not being nice. Mm -hmm. Like there are some people that just get their kicks on being just a total dickhead. And this lady is clearly one of them. There are people. I can tell you, like, you know, the Klingons, whenever they bring in a new Klingon in TNG, I always enjoy it. I think they always usually do a pretty good job with the new Klingons. Cardassians, not so much, but I'm not, not Cardassians, but Romulans. They're all pretty much the same type character, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm liking these auxiliary Cardassians they bring. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's pretty great too. Yeah, she's awesome. Like she loves being a dickhead to everybody. Like yeah. and she, she knows she can get away with it. To yeah, whoever she wants to because dude, she's sitting in order. Fuck yeah. yeah! Everybody's like, whoa, dude. They're like the Gestapo or something. Yeah, you know. Or I mean, the uh, what are the political officers that uh, the commies used to have. And it's cool to see like Gold Ducat kind of butt heads with another. Um, another Cardassian because even Cisco at one point's like, you know, you guys operate independently of each other. That doesn't make any sense. And he's like, yeah. this is the way we've been doing it for fucking 500 years. Human. Why don't you yeah. fucking shut the fuck up? Where were you guys 500 years ago? Yeah, you guys were fucking, you didn't even have warp drive. You guys were done off. Yeah. So I'm not listening to you with my Cobra head. But you just barely invented ironclads. I think yeah. at that time, you guys are dickheads. But uh, yeah, they were having probably the the war with fucking uh, your boy, with uh, Khan, right? No, no, no. Five hundred yeah. years before this was like the eighteen hundreds. Oh, so they were just a bunch of dummies oh. then. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. We had 18- cannons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Angel right. lizard man, Paul. He done come out the the sky. <laughs> Shoot him again, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Never, we got good, good eating tonight. Well, them alligator men from space done crashed in my backyard, and I eat him up. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm waiting. It. I'm waiting for Star Trek Dodge City when <laughs> Cardassians land in the old west. That does sound like a really great like '50s sci-fi movie, though. Fucking yeah. alligator men from outer space. <laughs> like that sounds really amazing. It'd be like that Doctor yeah. Who episode, Town Called Mercy, or whatever. You know, yeah, a little. The old yeah. town or old west town. Yeah. Yuck, yuck, yuck. <laughs> um, but yes, so what are we talking about this episode? Yes, yes, Tom. So yeah, so they're looking for, for the Defiant, but it's all cloaked and everything. And yeah. They actually detect its warp signature. Whoa. Oh, shit. And so Golden Cod sends all the Cardassians everywhere after it. But uh, Cisco, Cisco calls them. No. They're faking it. That is a bullshit. Warp. Are slight variances. That is not signature. The case. They are tricking you. Yeah. I like in this scene, uh, Goldicott keeps telling the guy at the keyboard on the other side of the room, like, hey, tell them stop. Go back. And the guy's like, but but they're doing something else. Tell them to stop doing that. <laughs> and I kept yelling at the screen, like, why, why won't this guy just tell them what 
the commander of the fleet is telling him to, you know, relay. And they just kind of get their ass handed to him. Yeah. I'm like, what sure the fuck do. is wrong with you? And the mean... Fire that guy. The mean Cardassian lady is just digging this because she's like, oh, man, Gold Ducat's a dumbass. She's getting so moist because yeah. Ducat's being made look like an idiot. Now, this is the one part of the episode human. I don't like because Gold Ducat has always come off as such a badass. Like, it was weird to kind of see him neutered by Cisco. But, I mean, he's... Like, usually he gets... Like, because he has a huge ego. Yeah. And it always seems to get damaged by the course of events in the episode. It's kind of like when he thought he was going to beam off at DS9 when the oh, that's right. was on yeah, and it. Like things like that always seem to happen to him at his moment of glory. So you're it's saying like, like so Golden Kai is Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Basically. Like so that would have been this dun, dun, like <laughs> time to beam off this station and he hits the button. And, Pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> Interesting. All right, that's a good. Uh, that's a good observation. Yeah, I would like to see a curb episode with Golden. Golden so it's just I'd like to see a Star Trek episode with Larry David. I mean, yeah. never know. I think that would be just as good. I would love to see like Gold Duke, like a day in the life of Gold Ducat, like going doing Gold Ducat stuff, and he just runs into people, and he's just Larry David. What the fuck? Yeah, he's got to a... pick up his kids from Cardassian Elementary <laughs> School, <laughs> and then he cuts in line at the fucking pickup line, and somebody gets mad at him and shit like that. I'd watch that. Goldicott uses the handicapped toilet because he had to go really bad. <laughs> and then when he comes out, everybody's judging him. Yeah, there's just handicapped Cardassians lined up. <laughs> They're Federation War veterans. Just don't make eye contact. And, and like and we could make it where Cisco could be like his Jeff Green, like his buddy, where they all <laughs> <laughs> So you'd have like an odd couple slash like Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd watch that. This is after they're they're retired. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Goldicott is trying to find a new career. So Cisco's trying to help him yeah. get a get a job in the uh, Federation. Yeah, I'd watch. I would totally watch that. Curb your Ducat. Well, when the uh, well, when the 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 ratings don't do so well in the second season, you could bring in people like Odo or Quark. Yeah. You know, just to kind of. Oh, remember. Kira comes in and she just yells at him like Jeff Green's yeah. wife does on the show. She's just bad. But you almost punched her again. Ben's ruthless. He's just a punching machine. <laughs> I thought you guys changed your locale so that that would be a less likely chance of happening. I think I just need to tie Ben up. Is what it is. Well, yeah. Don't let us stop <laughs> you. <laughs> Have you tried sitting on the other side of Ben? Have you tried sitting? It on won't his, matter. I, I'm a le- I'm a lefty. Oh my God. Have, you, have you tried sitting on Ben's face? Watch. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> try sitting on his face. Yeah, try Just sitting on his works. face. Yeah. Well, that'd be great because I'm on my space period, so. Oh yeah, get those <laughs> those red wings, Ben. Yeah. You know, have, we'll have I'm a telling you, Patreon users, congratulations. <laughs> we'll, we'll have Got a, a special treat tonight. We'll have a pinning ceremony for you, Ben. You get your red wings next episode. All right, Jay. <laughs> well, I'll show up in uniform. Got your blue wings. <laughs> For service above and beyond the call of duty. <laughs> of all the souls I've met in my travels, his was the most bloody. <laughs> oh, man. <clears> On us. <throat> <clears throat> I like how you do that. Like, 
you almost hit me again right right then now just how many people does it how many people does it take to fly the defiant normally because they have a crew of three and they're doing a really great One, job two, <laughs> three well, see they were supposed to because they rendezvoused with the other maquis ships and beamed over some extra people but okay they I, only I, had three on the bridge i guess okay so steal it all right, all right. So it takes three people to run the bridge of the Defiant. That's pretty badass. Yeah, plus plus the captain or whatever. Okay, which is Tyrus. Yeah, because they brought a black guy up there to. I didn't see the black give guy. Give him more diversity. See, because Dennis, I don't see race, so I just saw a guy. Oh, oh you're post-racial. I see. Yes, I'm. I you know in the 24th century, bro. Post-racial. Sorry, I'm programmed. I didn't see it. I didn't see. I just saw a guy. Actually, I didn't see the black guy. I just saw yeah. the white lady and the guy with the vest. That was the only yeah. two people I really saw on the bridge. Uh, so wait, so you don't even see anybody who's not white? <laughs> yes, that's what you mean. No, I don't yeah. see anybody who's they not. Don't even wearing, exist. I don't see anybody who's not wearing a smart vest. Okay, because they both had <laughs> cool vests. The yeah. one lady's vest had like weird patches on it, which was really neat, and the other guy had one of those like. Yeah like photography looking vests like in his spare time he takes pictures of girls and because yeah, they're models and he puts them up on deviant art for his portfolio <laughs> <laughs> spread your butt cheeks a little yeah that's real tasteful all right <laughs> uh, so you're using your camera phone no this is just a prelim i gotta go back and edit these later in shop photo yeah i'm just oh, testing okay. the lighting in here yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah lighting but that lady she was she was awfully proud of herself a lot like every time she did something she's just like <laughs> maybe she'll be on the curb episode and like golden cut be like stop making that face yeah. you didn't do anything <laughs> these ships practically fly themselves I just watched the new uh, Curb. Oh, I haven't seen it. I, I want to watch how it. it. How the was new it? Seasons. Yeah. Pretty good. Now, how many years was it since the last season? Several. It seems like forever. <laughs> I don't know exactly. Yeah, it's been a while. <clears throat> the last episode, the last season I watched was the Seinfeld one, and I really enjoyed that. Maybe it's like 2010. Wow. Like that. It can't be. Really? Yeah. Holy smokes. That's a really long break. Maybe. It's been a while. And I love how HBO is like, yeah, do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, you want to make it a long while getting from there to here. Because I remember that show started when we started doing the, the radio shows. That thing has been on forever, but they yeah. have taken many breaks. Yeah. I was, I, was I think I was. In Charleston back then. Yeah, I was in uh, Dahlgren. I don't so, know where that is. Uh, Northern Virginia. Okay. Well, I was walking in Dahlgren. <laughs> <laughs> I still like the episode, the season where they have the restaurant is a really good one. And then the one where they do the producers is great with David Schwimmer. Do you remember that one? Like I miss ben, a lot of the, uh, the later. I want to say this is like the third and fourth season. The one where Larry opens the restaurant with like, he has some partners and they have a restaurant, which is good. And Larry gives them all bells. and It's really fucking funny. <laughs> He fires he fires the 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 executive chef like four days before they open because um, when he interviewed he was bald but then Larry saw him later and he was wearing a toupee <laughs> Larry was really offended by that <laughs> it's just really great yeah the one that sticks in my mind from the early seasons probably the first season was the one where he keeps whistling the Wagner song <laughs> and the other Jewish guy keeps getting upset that's a good one. 
I like the the double A MCO one. That one's good. Yeah, double A Hong Kong. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think. They're just. I love the beloved. Wait, that Tom. was that was a wrestler that he rear-ended too, right? No, no, oh. that's a different episode. Yeah. Oh, that was his that's kids a, were making yeah, faces yeah. at him. Yeah, yeah. Faces at him, yeah. <laughs> and then the beloved cunt one was really awesome too. Do you remember that one? Do you remember that one yeah. when uh, she uh, uh, somebody's aunt died? His wife died. What's her name? Um, her name Cheryl? on the sh- yeah Cheryl's Cheryl's aunt dies, and Larry writes the obituary, and there was a typo, and it says beloved cunt instead of beloved aunt. <laughs> aunt. Yeah. <laughs> no, what was the uh shoot um uh Green's uh parents um uh, uh, yeah. the dad. The dad was Sonny Drysdale from the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh really? Yeah. Which was Milburn Drysdale's stepson. Interesting. Yeah. I love that show. Any relation to Don Drysdale? No. And then, of course, there's the Crazy I'd Kill episode, which is just top-notch. If you haven't seen that episode, you should do yourself a favor. I've been trying to go back in because, um, like, on demand, they have the HBO episodes and stuff. Oh, so yeah. I've been trying to go yeah. through those. But crazy, the cra- so the crazy, to watch. crazy I'd Kill one is good. It's 23 minutes long. It's fucking hilarious. It's Larry David hanging out with, like, a, like Wanda Sykes' gangster rapper um, fiancé. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway I know that backside anywhere yeah <laughs> i love that i love that show it's great so anywho back to star trek um yo where... yo yo dj ladino back in the house <laughs> it's triumphant return yes and then um the thing i'll say about thomas Riker is i have to agree with kira that he's not a great terrorist um, because he's just explaining his... You're a giant pussy. Yeah, he, basically. She, she basically says that. But, like, he's just, like, pontificating and just kind of blabbing about, like, the plans of the operation to her. Like, uh-huh. he's just like, oh, yeah, this is what we're doing because I got some intelligence reports. They think I'm over here, but I'm really over there. Oh, man, I'm a, I'm, we gonna do this stuff? I think, I don't know, like, it just seemed very... It's very James Bond villainy here at this point. Yeah. Like he, he's just, like terrorists are more like hit and run, hit and run, yeah. hit and run. But he's yeah. got a master plan. Like yeah. he's trying to draw them away from a certain area that he wants to exploit. Yeah, because he's got so kind of like Will Riker would do. Yeah, he wants all the good. female target. He wants all the glory. <laughs> yeah, are isolated. there any space stations in this area? Yeah. Well, there are because that's where they're going. They're going to like a planet because I guess. Are there any women on this space I'm, station? I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are, and Riker's gonna, and Thomas Riker, much like Will Riker, is gonna blow that shit up. Nice. Because I guess there's like the Obsidian Order has like secret bases. Because um, I guess there's there's like a split in Cardassian thought or something like that, and they want to, and I guess the Obsidian Order wants to be more kind of militant and kind of vigil about seeking out the Maquis and kind of rummaging up kind of bad feelings for this treaty. And yada yada. So they have this secret plan, and and Thomas is. They're not supposed to have any military weaponry. Which I mean, come on. I mean, it's like the CIA. You know, the CIA is not supposed to have all kinds of military weaponry. But my point being, come on, it's the Cardassians. Like that's what they do. (laughs) 
They're they, sneaky. They have person. giant butts and they are sneaky. Yeah, they just do shit That's they're not the supposed rule. to do. They're just sneaky yeah. motherfuckers. So I mean, like the fact that anybody, especially the people in like the the what do they call them? Like the the command. What do they the call central them? Central command. Central I was, command. I was close. The center. The fact that central command is like, oh yeah, they'll they'll keep their word. Yeah, sure they will. Come on, Come on buddy. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> is isn't. And- that- isn't that naivete at its finest? Yeah, and Goldacott even kind of seems surprised that they broke that rule. Like, but they're not supposed to have ships. Yeah. I What's am going on? shocked <laughs> and appalled right now. I Why are there even. ships up there? I can't even. I thought I could even, but I cannot. I am hurt and and offended and hurt. You know, <laughs> And more than more than being angry right now, I need five minutes. I I am more disappointed that this happened. While we have company here, this is what comes out. This is how you treat me. You embarrass me in front of the Federation seriously. Because you know he's going to go right back home, and this is everywhere. I'm I'm hurt. His admirals are going to know about this, and we're going to look like fools. I am shocked. And I am hurt and hurt that you would do such a thing, Obsidian Order. How dare you violate she just, our... She just starts playing the world's smallest <laughs> violin. Ooh, what did you Doesn't she just oh. laugh at him, though? She's yeah, like, she's like, yeah, you would know. laugh at his yeah. face. You You're know. not supposed to have ships. What are you going to do about it, bitch? This lady is awesome. Like... I love Cardassia. Like I, I used to think that I liked the Klingons. Like the Klingons were awesome because like it's all honor bound and like rah rah rah. Let's fight and fucking, you know, be all honorable and shit. These motherfuckers are just cutthroat and just nasty to each other. It's awesome. Like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know. The Klingons are like the football team. Like they'll go running and tackling dummies all day long. They're fine with that. But the Cardassians are like fucking chess team yeah they're just ruthless son they don't they don't look so tough but they're evil yeah it's awesome like <laughs> i really laughing it's yeah. clear that dennis had a bad experience with a chess team member <laughs> at some point in his existence wow I've never heard someone remember i I've never remember. heard someone speak so strongly <laughs> against the chess team all right whatever works we were usually a loved and ignored team <laughs> yeah but these dudes are just fucking ruthless and like they just revel in it like they love being ruthless yeah yeah like think about like I mean, any, even more so than the Romulans. I mean, who are pretty devious as fuck. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Though they kind of all like Dennis said, they're kind of all cut from the same cloth. They are literally cut from the same. Cloth. <laughs> yeah, they all wear fucking clothes. It's like yeah. I don't want to sound like a Trump supporter here, but you see one Romulan, you kind of see them all. Like they all have fucking yeah. bowl cuts and big fucking yeah. male, female. It's all yeah. the same. Yeah, they all have like. There's one they, that looks like Yar. They all Other look like that, they all look like fucking Ace Freely with those weird shoulder pad outfits on. <laughs> Just a bad look. That would be great to see the Romulan show up and kiss makeup one day. <laughs> that would. Hey, you never know. Yeah, never know. We got a lot of episodes left. You never know what could happen. You don't know what happens in season seven. Yeah, you don't know what happens on Discovery, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. They're just evil and devious, and it's cool. And so that's 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 Thomas's plan. He wants to go blow up this fucking this this factory, this this shipyard. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, but to get there, he's got 10 people chasing him. He's got three people in front of him. He's kind of, it's not looking good for, uh, for old Thomas. Yeah. I mean, but when they meet the first Cardassian ship, it's pretty badass. Yeah, oh, it yeah. is. That Defiant can uh, really deal some damage. <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool. 3D20 damage. Yeah, and it was cool because we got to see it, actually, like as opposed because the first battle that took place, it was just like on a big Atari screen. And I was like, what yeah. the fuck is this? I'm just seeing like little graphics fight each other. This is stupid. Yeah. So I'm glad that we actually got to see some space battles as opposed to just, you know, like little avatars going... Yeah. You know what I mean? One disappears. Yeah. <laughs> now I I did like though when they originally in the in the uh, central command they had the uh, the uh, icons on the screen. Look out, Jenny! <laughs> he must have already moved back. He's gesticulating. <laughs> but uh, no, they had the the icons for the the Cardassian ships, but then they had the Federation symbol mm-hmm. until they were like, oh, and we've identified the warp signature as being the Defiant, and then it clicked and changed the icon to the Defiant <laughs> shape, yeah, which is cool. It's a lot of work went into that. It's like playing is like playing D and D with your little minis. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, so they're doing their thing. They have a very good roll twenty in the future. Yeah, yeah good roll twenty. But yeah, Defiant <laughs> is badass. I mean, yeah. we did we really see it do anything in uh, the Jim Hadar episode? Not really. You just, I mean, they talked more about it. Yeah, I mean, you kind of yeah. saw saw on the bridge like them getting their shit worked by yeah. Jim Hadar. But this, they we get to see what it can do in space and yeah. and. That that rapid fire, the pulse cannons, the uh, the quantum torpedoes. This, I mean, this thing. They wanted a fleet of these to fight the Borg. That was the the idea. And it was cool too, man. Like the special effects are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like it looked cool. Like I was kind of. I'm not gonna say that I was super in. I I was. I was super into it. Like it was. It was good because I mean, normally we don't get this in episodes. We just get either fucking guys talking about fighting or yeah. you know we're taking a what's the word I'm looking for here what's the word uh, an ambassador we're taking an ambassador from point a to point b while awesome shit happens on the side over here that's tng yes. yeah and the rare time show. that you actually see the ships fighting like you just see one just kind of sitting there firing phasers yeah. or something and then they cut to the other one <laughs> but here they're like they're flying past each other yeah it's like do pilot hands yeah yeah exactly it looked cool, man. I was into it. Yeah. I really like this. Uh, I like this show. I like the series. I like the feel of it. It just feels, I don't know. It's got a wartime vibe to it. There's always something going on. Yeah. Not a bunch of dummies yeah. just standing around wearing fucking jumpers. Now, have, we, <laughs> have, have we, have we got to the, uh, the area when Ducat talks about his son, though? With yeah, that whole cats in here. the cradle speech? Yeah. I mean, that that whole thing was just... It was the way he turned that on uh, on Cisco. Cisco. It was good, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, Cisco I, was like, "Oh yeah, I have a son too." It's pretty funny when he's like, "Yeah, well, my son's gonna grow up hating you because of this." So, yeah. fuck and that's you. and that's sad. Yeah. No, but that's the thing is because he's basically Hashtag saying, "Sad." We <laughs> we will continue to not have peace between our two, you know, federations or our, our nation states, what have you. Because this resentment is going to carry on for another generation. Yeah, but like, not, nobody's going to know about the cooperation that saved the day. They're just going to know that hey, this crazy ass Federation dude almost came in and 
you know, invaded our, our space. Yeah, you yeah. know what, but at the same time, too, though, uh, tell your son to go fucking shut the fuck up, all right? You like, do you like uh, having Cardassian clothes? And do you like having a Cardassian roof over your head? And do you like, well, daddy's got to go to work sometimes, son. So why don't you fucking sack up? And take your cobra head outside and go make some fucking friends and stop being a pain in the ass. We're supposed to go to the amusement center. You know what? Here's a fucking amusement center. We're going to go fucking beat the shit out of Thomas Riker. Hey, hey, did you (laughs) die today when the Federation blew up our planet? No, that's because daddy did his job. Hey, okay, do you speak wouldn't, English now? Wouldn't that be great if the amusement center actually was a place where they beat on prisoners? <laughs> yeah, that's probably <laughs> probably is. Prisoners. Hey, uh, let's go torture some people. Fucking A. Oh, do we still have the uh, half-naked Picard hanging from the ceiling? <laughs> nah, we had to let him go. <laughs> Shoot. But we did take samples of his DNA, and we made a new Picard, so it's pretty awesome. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Thomas Hardy, come on down. <laughs> So yeah, so I mean that's that's life sometimes, kids. See you later, can I have them please? And the Cardassians and the cradles and the silver spoons. The little boy blue and the man at the moon. When we go to the music center, I don't know where, but we'll get together then. I know we'll have a good time. I, I, I've 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 had too many Harry Chapin moments this week. <laughs> On to the next scene. All right. Well, you you brought it up, man. So I know, but now now it's biting me in the ass, and I'm I'm having a field of dream moments, and I'm gonna cry. So. That's a, oh, don't cry, don't cry. See you later. Can I have the space, no. please? <laughs> My Cardassian son was just like me. <laughs> <laughs> he fought the Marquis just like me. <laughs> he tortured Marquis just like me. <laughs> yeah, it was great, man. Wow. And then I guess somewhere along the way, it's just kind of, I don't want to say it gets repetitive because at least it's somewhat interesting. There's just ships chasing ships. And then, um, well, I mean, the situation keeps getting worse with the time because first there was only three ships in front of them then they beat one, but then two more ships showed up on the planet. And then they, it's like, who knows? Ten behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows how many more? It's like a giant fucking, they're running a train on the divide. We got 10 guys behind me, five guys in front of me, and they're all going to fuck us. (laughs) And it's not even Saturday night, so I'm not really sure how to deal with this. Turn into dog day afternoon real fast. And then Kira's kind of like, hey, man, this ain't going to work. Like, you got to fucking get the hell out of here. And Thomas is being a real pain in the balls. And is he doing this to kind of separate himself from Will, or is he just. This is all just him trying to be it. She's like, hey, man, look, no one's going to give a shit about you anyway. Because Will, I mean, he's a real cool guy. I mean, if you hung out with him, he's awesome. Like, he's always doing fun stuff. And, like, he fucks all the chicks. And, like, he plays great Davo. And, like, he's always got a funny story. And, like, you're just a dummy with the goatee, man. (laughs) You're just a douche. Yeah. You're a bad twin. Nobody likes you. You're the shitty twin. It's like, you're not, yeah, you're not, like, you know how, like, you have Kirk and, and he went over to the parallel universe, and then there was like a, a good Spock and a bad Spock. Well, you're not like that. You're more like the, the Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito thing, <laughs> where there was the good twin that was like awesome, and then the bad twin. Not because you're evil, but because you're shit. Yeah, you're I, imagine, I imagine Thomas Riker's breaking point was people would see him and be like, oh, oh. No. Like that, the recognition that it's not actually yeah. Will Riker. They're like, oh. Hi, how you doing, Thomas? Maybe he just get he just kept getting hit with paternity suit after paternity suit. <laughs> they hey, said, the DNA matches. DNA. It's like, well, you are my dad. Like, I'm not. There was a phaser accident and like transport. Like, yeah, right, motherfucker. He's like, you know what? 
there's no family courts in the Maquis. So I'm going with them. Mm-hmm. He's getting stuck with all the child support. Yeah. He's like, fuck this shit. Yeah, this is a bullshit. How is my bank account empty all the time? <laughs> How's my, how you got no space bucks? I've never been to Vulcan. This is bullshit. Damn it. I was stuck on a fucking that kid's nine. I was on a goddamn Tellerite. space station. Tellerite? Seriously, Will? The Tellerite? You fucking I, Tellerite? I was on a space station for seven years. How the fuck can I be that kid's dad? He's shaving. Just, <laughs> use this, the, the space emails, though, between Will and Thomas. And, like, Will goes to open the space email, and it's like, you've that, got mail. And the, the subject line is, Tellerites, question mark, exclamation point. Are you serious? Question mark, exclamation point. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> sort by name. Mark as spam. <laughs> Mark as spam. <laughs> so, yeah, so... um. So Thomas is trying to, I guess, make his own cool way and be a stud, but it's just not working out for him at all. So uh, Cisco and Goldicott come up with a way out for him because Goldicott wants the hot info intel on yeah. this planet. Because I mean, for Goldicott, I mean, this is this is a one-off incident. He wa- uh, he's thinking long term here. He's like, hey man, I need to know what the fuck is going on in this planet. The only way I'm gonna find that out is if I got this ship. So you know, just just give me Riker. And Cisco's like, okay. <laughs> uh, but you can't have the death sentence. Yeah, you can't kill him. Like, you can. You we'll know just what? kill him in prison. Yeah, okay. we'll we'll kill him slowly, which is a really. Sh- I mean, he's a really shitty negotiator. Like you can't kill him right away. Like fine, we'll just work him to death. That's <laughs> awesome. Either way, that's fine. We're fine with that. He's yeah. a shitty twin. Yeah, he's the crappy one. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so it all. You really should have been like Cisco. You're not doing me any favors. Yeah, yet. I got a fucking work camp for my whole rest can of my. Can I just life. die? Can it's I? Just... Can I talk myself into a death penalty here somehow? Maybe there'll be like another transporter accident, and I'll stay here, and then some other guy will go there, and then I won't have to do any of that stuff. That'll be. T- That's what he should have been spending his time on. Is trying yeah. to keep a transporter, create a transporter duplicate of himself. Yeah. Yeah. And just like. Flood the because that would have that would have been William and then Thomas and then and then WT and then WT would have been up there in the fucking space camp and then Thomas is like this is pretty fucking sweet all I got to do is shave my goatee and nobody will know it's me. <laughs> Every time you need to get out of a bad situation, uh, let me just step in the transporter real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I do that one time? I'm Billy Riker. <laughs> I'm Wild Bill Riker. Well, maybe it's like uh, what's that multiplicity? Multiplicity where they just yeah. get dumber as they go. <laughs> That was a great movie. Go back and watch it. That's a sleeper. Yeah. Michael Keaton. I, lo- I mean, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton, I mean, great dramatic actor, wonderful superhero actor, movie guy, and then just a wonderful actor, actor. Yeah. You know, he was great in The Other Guys when he played the, the was captain. it The Other? Yeah, when he played the captain, who was like, yeah, I got to shift it a bit back. He's doing the, the TLC uh, <laughs> references, <laughs> yes. pretending like he doesn't know what it's from. Yeah. Hey, don't go chasing waterfalls, man. <laughs> <laughs> He does a really good squint. Yeah. Uh, if when he when he he does a, a, a either an angry or a confused look, he has a really good squint. Some actors like, can't pull that off. What happened to him for he for a while? He was just gone. Yeah. Like I think he was trying to figure out how to create a transporter duplicate of himself. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I know he was in this one movie called Game Six, which was about like some playwright who goes to see Game Six at Shea Stadium. Uh, of the 86 series and then like he didn't do anything like he didn't do shit like there's a big hole in his resume yeah and then he came back and like the first thing i remember seeing him was the other guys where he was fucking great and then he just kind of 
Well, Birdman, I think, really launched him oh, back yeah, into yeah, yeah. the limelight again. But I think he needed to have that break. He's one of those actors that he had to transition from being a younger to, you know, he had to make that leap across middle age. He had, you yeah, know, the, he, he, he couldn't Harrison Ford his way through it. He had to have yeah. the gap. And, and some actors, I mean, actor. you, you need that gap when you go from being the juvenile kid star to being the adults, you know, well, not the adults, but the, you know, the, the grown yeah. up. Yeah. And then you didn't have to transition to being the older actor. So, I mean, like, he was in, like, fucking Herbie fully loaded and shit like that at mm-hmm. one point. Like, he wasn't doing jack shit. I mean. Well, he, he didn't do like Tom Hanks did. Because Tom they both start out in comedic style roles and then move to comedic movies. You know, so comedic TV, comedic movies. And then Tom Hanks, Robin Williams, all these guys – or even uh, Jim Carrey, which oddly enough, they hit that point where it's like I'm now a serious thespian. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And they have for Jim Carrey though. Uh, well, but Tom Hanks and uh, Robin Williams did okay with it. Yeah. And so then there's serious dramatic actor like after Dead Poet Society, bam. You know, after uh, he stopped doing shit like The Burbs, Tom Hanks, you know, starts doing you know Philadelphia. And Forrest Gump and shit like that. So you make that transition. And Michael Keaton got to the point he could make that transition, but then he just kept dancing. Well, no, he he danced back and forth. He would do dramatic roles, but then he would do the comedic role. It's like, oh yeah, I'm in a you know, I'm very dramatic in this role, and then I'm doing Beetlejuice. And yeah, (laughs) but I mean, like, but I mean, again, though, I mean, he was in. Like, he didn't do shit for, like, 2001. The only thing on his resume in 2001 is a Simpsons episode. And Jesus. then 2002, is he was on Frasier. And then he did, like, did an age... like, kids in high school or something like that? I don't fucking know, man, but he Call didn't... The old Bill Cower. He didn't do jack shit. I mean, he did Jack Frost in 1998, right? And then he didn't do anything until 2000. And then he, then he was in fucking, you know, Herbie. Fully loaded, you know, and then he shows up on like a Tenacious D episode and he was in Cars, I guess. I didn't see that. I don't fucking know. I don't, uh, I don't remember that's Cars. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, it was Chick Hicks. I don't know shit about it. I haven't seen Cars. I don't know anything about it. Um, but then like... Robocop. Yeah, but that was after he was in The Other Guys, which was... Yeah, it was after The Other Guys. Yeah. And then he did I haven't like... seen the new Robocop. I heard it was okay. Sorry. I ain't gonna. Why do I need the new RoboCop when I got the awesome you old don't. one? That's why there's not a new RoboCop two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't care how good the new RoboCop is. Like, the first RoboCop movie is amazing. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that shit. I'll just watch Freeze. <laughs> and now Don't he's in everything. Now, now he's in everything. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, he's got you got to take that break, and then you come back for the second half of your career. Yeah, but dude, the guy's fucking—I mean, you can't make a movie without him showing up anymore. And he's always the best part of that movie. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, he was—I mean, for my money, he's the best Batman. Yeah, I'd agree with that. You know, like his Batman's great. How fucking great is Beetlejuice? Yeah. You know, Johnny Dangerously is awesome. That clean and sober movie's pretty fucking great too. Like he's just a great actor. Mr. Mom was great. Yeah, Mr. Mom was great. I With mean, Star like, Trek alumni uh, Terry Gar. Yeah, how great is fucking uh, Gung Ho? Is awesome. 
Like, I love Michael Keaton. I mean, and Beetlejuice, dude. Come on. It's fucking Beetlejuice. <laughs> and little Michael Keaton, back when he was still little Michael Douglas, worked on the Mr. Rogers show. Yeah. What? He, he was one of the uh, production staff. But he went off to Hollywood and he changed his name. Yeah, to, to, yeah, because there was already a Michael Douglas. So he, I guess his favorite actress was Diane Keaton. There were two Michael Douglases, weren't there? Yeah. Well, no, there's Kirk Douglas and Michael Douglas. and then But there's there was a talk show host, Michael Douglas, too, right? Right, but he doesn't have a SAG card, so he's not an actor. Mm. Yeah. But I, uh, then Michael, Michael Douglas from Pennsylvania changed his name to Michael Keaton because his favorite uh, comedic actor was Buster Keaton. I thought it was Diane Keaton. I tell you what, though, I can't wait to show my kids Beetlejuice. That's going to be the best day in the whole wide world. Yeah. Fuck that movie rules. If the Beetlejuice cartoon were still around, you could be showing it to them now. Oh, wow. Beetlejuice cartoon was good, but then they won't mm-hmm. have an appreciation yeah. for the real thing. The yeah. real- well, no, you've watched, you got to do it just like it came out for us. You, you yeah. do it chronologically so that you, you yeah. build it's like to with it. the Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, anywho, let's start. The, I mean, Will Real Riker. Yes, Will Real Riker comes out and uh, he takes the deal. And then much to the chagrin of his crew, there, especially that lady who's real proud of herself for doing everything. She's like, yeah. what a fucking, I can't, oh, just I'm gonna going give to up jail. now. I can't believe I sucked his dick. <laughs> and then that's the episode. Oh, but then he smooches Kira, who's. Yeah, plants a good one on her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who seemed hey. like she was kind of into it, I guess. Or she, she's, well, she's about to pass out. Yeah. She got weak in the knees. Maybe he's a, you know. Sorry for the sexual harassment, but. Uh, Here's some you know, more sexual I, harassment. I, I'm going to go to prison for a very long time. Yeah. yeah this, he's, this is the last time I get to do this with a woman. Yeah. I'm only going to have gay Cardassian sex from now I'm on. I'm only so. going to be getting fucked in the ass by <laughs> guys that look like cobras. So yeah. it's a win-win. <laughs> I have no idea what their genitals look like. <laughs> and then, frankly, I don't want to know. It scares me. Have you seen their necks? I can only imagine what their beans look like. Oh, my God, it's going to hurt. Or be pretty red. I'm not right. I haven't decided yet. Let me know how it tastes. I'll get, try get, at least Get once. back to me. <laughs> Let me know how it tastes. And then she makes some bullshit promise to him, like, we'll get you out of there, Will. Yeah. Or, yeah. Right. We ain't never gonna see your ass again, Thomas Reichel. Yeah, yeah. We, that's yeah. the I'll call you every day promise. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't last long. But this just goes down into the long list of like, we're gonna see this guy. We'll we'll keep in touch, guy. Like, yeah, right. You and fucking right. you and Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy you are now Jeremy Astor is my brother. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and Jeremy Astor, baby. You go, we'll see you on the fucking flip side. You ain't never coming back. And that's it. The episode's over. They did talk about bringing him back. On, really? Uh, in some of the production stuff. Hmm. And, but then again, like for fourth season, uh, when they put their call out to the freelance writers, it's like, here's some of the topics we'd like to have stories about. And then one of the things, of, here's some stories we'd not like to hear about. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Riker. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, sorry. But the thing was, is the, some of the production guys were like, yeah, we could do whatever we want to with Thomas Riker. Because Will Riker is going to get, you know, things are going to happen in the movies and the continuity and whatever. And we can't touch the TNG cast. But Thomas Riker's not TNG cast. He's a TNG cast off. So we can do whatever we want. Well, according to, uh, I guess, the novels, it is commonly believed that Thomas Riker died in Cardassian custody sometime during the Dominion War. 
Yeah, we've heard and that then they say in reality, though, Riker was still alive and recruited in a Starfleet intelligent black ops team known as Active Four. These are all the novels, so none of them count, right? This is all novel stuff. And do the novels keep their own canon? Some of them. It depends on – like some of the licensed stuff, they would – like uh, depending on like the era and the publisher, okay. it would be like, okay, so from this era and this publisher – you know, everybody was reading each other's work back then, and so you would try to to reference back, and then you would like send your shit to your novel to uh, what Doubleday or whoever, and then Paramount and and uh, the publisher would have like guidelines. Like a friend of ours, when he wrote his Star Trek novel, they sent the letter back, and the correction was Starfleet is one word because he had spelled it as two words. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Okay, you think and if so, you're writing a Star Trek novel, you would know that. Well, you know, but yeah, when he was writing his novel, it wasn't so, you, there wasn't a lot of okay. canon spellings of Starfleet. Interesting. So that's how they established stuff like that. <clears throat> so, like when you write your uh, homo eroticism, you can't like do you have to go back and read all the other homo eroticism to make sure it all ties in together? So it's kind of like canon. He doesn't have to, but he will. <laughs> About the first were bear in Starfleet. <laughs> it's research, research, research. <laughs> Sex werewolves. Now, if I wanted to go back and like, see, that's the thing. Like, it's a daunting task, I think, wanting mm-hmm. to read Star Trek novels because there are literally hundreds of thousands of them. Yeah. And, and there's like, different versions, like different almost timelines, like alternate react, like how the 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 Jar Jar Abrams Trek is yeah. is it's another thing. And and I will say, my first foray into Star Trek novels. Um, I've had two experiences. One was the eugenic wars, which I didn't like uh, because it just, I mean. Did you do both volumes? I read, I I stopped reading the first one on two separate occasions because I just couldn't believe that his secretary could pretend to be a world famous and super smart geneticist just sitting on a plane flipping through some notes. Like there's no way you're going to get fucking check on that one. And remember though, it's going to happen. Like his secretary was played by Terry Gar. Yes. In the original. So now then think of Terry Gar with all the roles that she's ever done doing that. In the yeah, novel. she's just gonna trick a room full of people, like an old, whole evil organization, hell bent on dominating the world through eugenics by like, yeah, that is awesome. Like I'm totally down with some eugenetics. Like you're good. <laughs> Come on board. It's like get the fuck out of here. I mean, she looks over at the note cards. <laughs> she's got it written on her palm. Oh, why am I so sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> And then I saw this Jean. episode. Right? But they all had imposter syndrome, so yeah. they, they were all just playing along like they knew what was going on. Yeah, they were all in they were all infiltrating an organization. Yeah, like, <laughs> Somebody's gotta know what's going on here. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of this one. I know it. Um, that was the thing. Try to the... arrest each other. At the same <laughs> no, you're under arrest. You're under arrest. The whole the entire oh, eugenics war started because the spy organizations got word that there was a eugenics there wasn't. And then they actually made the eugenics program themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Just from fucking to being try and, To try and trap people. Well, they were trying to, like, oh, you want me to do some, what you call, science? Sure, I'll do, I'll do that. Uh, the whole thing was an accident. Give me some science stuff, I guess. I um, I, Ricardo Montalban. I need test tubes. <laughs> I need a, Bunsen Becker, burner? a Becker, 
Beaker, Beaker, that's right. Me, 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 me. But yeah, and then I read another one uh, that I didn't realize until about halfway through it that it was just a literalization. It was just a novelization of episodes. Oh. It was, it was like those, and I was like, but I yeah. know what happens. <laughs> so my experiences have not been awesome. This trip. Some of the novelizations are, are not bad. They're not, but I mean, like, I wanted something new. Like, I could just go watch the episode. And, like, like, if, like you, if you watch a movie first and then read, like, a, if a movie's made off of a book, like Jurassic Park, for example, mm-hmm. I saw the movie before I read the book. Mm-hmm. And it was like the book was the novelization, but so it had so much more details. It just yeah. made it that much better. This is, I think that's a better way to do it than reading the book first and then watching me like, well, they didn't, you know, it's well, see, that's so a, much important stuff. Well, my thing is that's why I was able to actually enjoy Jurassic Park because there were a lot of plot holes mm-hmm. that I didn't notice because I just read the book and then I went yeah. to see the movie. And so whenever there was something that they didn't explain in the movie, in my head, I forgot that they didn't mm-hmm. explain it because I was like, oh, yeah, it's because no, of the frog the DNA. Yourself. Yeah. yeah, I filled the gaps in from the book, so I enjoyed the movie more. I'm with that. All right. I still recommend, though, uh, because you know my stance on the novels for, you know, Star Trek books. But I highly, highly, highly recommend, uh, especially if you're a fan of of Kirk era stuff, uh, that you read Strangers from the Sky. It is completely not canon. Uh, We didn't know. It didn't go counter to anything that we knew at the time in Mm -hmm. canon. And uh, it in, it crosses between uh, Rathacon era. I think it was like just before the Rathacon. It does um, what do you call it? Uh, original series like the the first Kirk pilot with Gary Mitchell. Okay. Uh, era. And there's time <laughs> travel, and then it talks about the first meeting of the Vulcans with humans. Oh, okay. All right. And and again, it it's the way it's written is really unique that they use two different fonts. So when you're in the the one era, it's in one font. And then when you do the flashbacks to the other era, when they're remembering things, it's a different font. And I've literally read that book all the way through one summer. And then a little while later, I went back and I just read the modern day, well, modern day stuff. And then I went back another time and read just the flashbacks. And so it's literally like they wrote two stories and then melded them together perfectly. That's pretty cool. What's that book called? Strangers from the Sky. Strangers from, I'll try to find that one. Yep. It's on audiobooks. Oh. Uh, what do you call it? Audible.com. Right. I'll have to check that out. They don't sponsor us, so fuck them. Oh. Yeah. Uh, say use use a keyword dork trick. That doesn't matter. You can try. You can See, try. here's the key. Can there be like a, a hey, grass something roots? happens, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they always you owe us some money, Jack. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying maybe they'll, you know, if enough people do it, then the audible audible will contact us and go, hey, why is everybody using promo code DorkTrack? Why does everyone use promo code Boner? (laughs) (laughs) If you're gonna do anything, just sign up for the Patreon. We'll buy our own fucking Audible books. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But anyway, uh, so let's rate the episode. So what'd you think, Jenny? You go first, because I'm in. I'm worried about your safety. I want you to get out of that room as soon as possible, because Ben's gonna punch you in the face. Get out of there. Very likely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna blow up the space station, so it's okay. (laughs) Uh. You know what? I'm going to give this episode a nine. Jesus. I love this episode. Wow. Whoa. Ladies love the Riker. A nine? It's true. It's true. No, I, yeah, I loved, I love that they, they completely fooled me on the Riker thing. And I, 
I didn't feel like this was just me being oblivious this time. Like sometimes I'm like, how did I not see that? That yeah. was completely obvious. They totally got me. They had the Cardassians. They had space battles. Like what the hell else do you need? That's a amazing. Real, wow. I'm sh- stunned. Yeah. <laughs> nine. Wow. Okay. I thought I thought there would be high scores for this one, but I wasn't expecting it. Me too. Like I'm. I'm. Wow. I'm, I'm almost. <laughs> my body was not prepared. I'm almost sad that I went to you first. I should have went to you last. What about you? Sorry. No. I mean nine. I mean. I mean. I, was, I was gonna say eight. I thought I was being. I would be on the high end here. <laughs> Look yeah. at me, Debbie Downer, all this. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> wow. What about you, Benjamin? I'm thinking. I, you know, I was going with an eight. Uh, and I think one of the things that, that got me there was, like we said at the beginning, uh, how much we missed uh, Will Riker. Yeah. Or Jonathan Frakes in general. Yeah. I mean, he's just a great actor. And, you know, it's it was – It's like seeing your old friend again. Yeah. When he first came on this episode – you know how sometimes there's, like, crossover episodes with sitcoms and shit, like back in the day with Must See TV, and yeah. you'd get the cast from this show would – you know, you'd pass them on the sidewalk. It's like, oh, there's the cast from Friends. Hey, guys. Or when the mom from Family Matters would show up on uh, <laughs> Perfect Strangers kind mm-hmm. of thing. And they're not written the same way. Yeah. And so they just you can tell that something's a little it's off because a different set of writers are using. For this, it was like, oh, there's Riker. Being and Riker. it just, boom, you know. So, I yeah, it's like. I bet they had fun with Wright and Riker because, like, then they didn't have to do everything so serious and, you know, kind of warmongery. It's like, this guy's going to talk about fucking chicks and they're going to be all like, oh, my God, I can't believe what a stud he is. Well, that, that, there's, a sm- <laughs> there's a grin that he has. Yeah. Like, when he first mm-hmm. said something about, you know, your evening's all planned out. A little gleam in his eye. He, he gets his little twinkle and it's like, and her panties just moist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, <laughs> he uses that superpower and – yeah. It's great to see him again. Yeah. I, I feel I, I'm gonna get see I was gonna go seven and five, but then I feel like a total dick bag. So I'm gonna say eight. I really like this episode a lot. Like it was great. I I agree with everything everybody said. It's just so much fun to see Will. Yeah. God bless him. All right. Even though it wasn't Will. But I mean it was for a minute, for yeah. a stitch in time, for a moment. You thought it was Will. You're like, wow, look at him just being all he's gonna fuck all the chicks on DS9. You know, but he did. He ended up fucking him, I guess, yeah. figuratively. Because, he, he mean, <laughs> yeah, stole they ship. Yeah, I'm going to steal your shit, bitch. So, well, there you go. That's the episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, what a wonderful time. Um, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.